0: Welcome back to a great edition of Talking Tigs. I'm Scott Gerard. Joining me tonight: Tommy Johnson, Daniel Zollinger. We have it again for you all, folks. Uh, good one to start off with. too, in the uh, with the winter semester, as it would be. Uh, LSU baseball off and running, ready to defend uh, their national title from last year. Uh, started off on a good foot. Uh, three straight wins so far. I know they have one tomorrow. We'll talk about that. Uh, men and women's basketball, well, men's basketball had a pretty good week. Uh, and I don't know, wouldn't you know it, there's some football news we could probably talk about too. We'll get into that in a minute. Before we do, want to check in with you guys, co-host, as we usually do, see how see how your week was. Great to be back with you. Um, yeah, I don't know, it's, it's kind of got a good old school pod feel. I'll, I'll get into that in a minute specifically with football, but uh baseball's back, basketball's still going. Probably not going to the postseason, but hey, at least we're finishing strong. How are you guys doing?
1: Hey, uh good to be with you. I mean, yeah, I think you know, finishing strong, that's fun. And then gosh, a good weekend of baseball. And that's I mean, that's what you can ask for. That we're getting back to we're getting back to our winning sports. That's what I like to see. And cool. uh but hey, you know what? In true LSU fashion, they still gave us a little bit of heart, a little bit of a headache to start off. So, you know, nothing's smooth sailing, but uh, I mean, well, nothing except for it seems like this afternoon was smooth sailing. So.
2: Yep. Uh, good to be here and new seasons underway with baseball, had to dig into the old ESPN Plus account to try and find the the games yeah. way down the channel list. But I uh, got to got to watch some baseball, which was a good time. And then I was actually in Baton Rouge this weekend. I got to see Tommy, and then uh, so yeah, I enjoyed the the cooler weather there um, for for Baton Rouge standards. And yeah, I got a decent weekend of LSU sports, kind of up and down uh, to break down here with y'all.
0: Right on uh, the the box was was back and rocking LSU. It was interesting. It was a it was an early Friday afternoon game, right? It was like two p.m. game. Um, I don't know if they did that because of weather or what. Or, oh, that's right, it, because it's like they're playing two different teams, so maybe the other teams were playing or something. I don't know. But early Friday game, LSU, of course, uh, came out victorious, although it wasn't easy. Uh, I think they were even behind at one point. But uh, Tigers uh, beat BMI 11-8. to 8. Uh, Then next game uh, yesterday, uh, we got to see Luke Holman in an LSU uniform, uh, and he did great. He pitched five shutout innings. Uh, that's pretty much what you want him to do. Uh, our offense was enough to win. Uh, I mean, you could make a talk about that, but I mean, still, we got the win. Uh, not everyone's going to be a-, a gorilla ball game, kind of like this next score, though. But when we got VMI again, then we kind of, kind of separated the men from the boys with that one today uh lsu winning 27 to 5 almost like that national championship game against florida where we just could not be stopped at the plate uh still one more to go but uh gotta be happy with that gotta be uh, a great way to ring in the box
1: fresh off a title season right oh absolutely i think that you know there are a lot of question marks about um we catch a lot of a, like a lot of you know stud players leaving. Obviously, we keep Tommy White, but Dylan Cruz gone, Trey Bradford gone, uh, Paul Skeen's gone. And so to be to see um really, you know, LSU to pick up right where we left off. Obviously, that first game, very stressful. I will say, and I mean it's not necessarily an excuse, but that Friday was a weird, uh, a weird day for for weather in Baton Rouge. It's cold, very windy drizzly you know rain off and on so not that that i mean that isn't going to make a huge difference but I, I mean i think it does make a difference if it's your first game you know getting getting in the swing of things so um uh overall i mean and gosh 27 to 5 just a absolute beat down you know they that and that's and that's with uh the you know, run rule that they have now in college baseball. So that went, they that only went seven innings. Mm. Um, so the bats are still alive. Jay Johnson is still is still you know producing a a, a top level um offense, and I'm excited to see it uh, moving forward.
2: Right. A lot of people were very interested to take a, their first look at these new players, either freshmen coming in or transfers from other schools that we're getting plugged into LSU starting lineup. And I think the results were overall pretty positive. Um, we had Thatcher heard as the Friday starter. He only went a little over two innings. Actually, we we're hoping a little for a little bit more from him. Uh, but yeah, you, you mentioned Luke Holman, the guy from Alabama on Saturday against central Arkansas, Scott, and he went five innings and was really dealing. Uh, and then they expected gauge jump, the transfer from UCLA to be the, the Sunday starter today, but he actually say uh, came in relief the first game and then didn't pitch the other two. So that's a little bit weird. Um, Maybe he'll, he'll throw in the the fourth game tomorrow against central Arkansas and the second one on Monday, but overall pitching pretty good. We were racking up uh, strikeouts, at least I think like 15 and 16 in the first two games. And then uh, defensively playing well, All three catchers, Hayden Travinsky, Brady Neal, and Alex Milazzo recording uh, throwouts at second base on the caught stealing. So that's pretty always fun to watch. And then, yeah, the bats just came alive in the third game against VMI. Uh, Brady Neal with a grand slam and then two doubles, six RBIs and four innings. It's pretty wild. So uh, hopefully uh, the start of an entertaining season of LSU baseball and uh, some of the other guys like Michael Braswell at shortstop and – uh, Steven Milam at second base, two transfers there as well. Um, both played pretty well overall, so I'm uh, happy to see that, and we'll become more familiar with these guys as the uh, the weeks pile up.
1: I was really excited to see Michael Braswell. Um, he was somebody who I who had almost kind of forgotten about as far as just like going into the season. I remember, you know, we picked him up kind of early after uh, after winning the national championship, um, and you know, he's obviously playing shortstop is a really important position uh, and, and a position that we. I mean, no respect, no disrespect to uh, to uh, Jordan from last year, but we didn't get a ton of production out of that offensively from from him. Um, So it was, you know, it was cool to see uh, to see him and to see him, you know, doing well. Yeah. Although uh,
0: Jordan Thompson, uh, I mean, even defensively, there was a couple moments where really what what what, Uh, (laughs) but I mean, he did deliver. Like that one hit. Oh yeah.
2: In After there. his like oh for thirty slump, and then Exa- it was like the hey. whole LSU community rallying
0: around him. Timing. Yeah, <laughs> mean, timing. Exactly. And uh going back to what you said about Gage jump. Yeah, I I imagine Jay Johnson didn't think he'd have to use him that early too, but the MI was feisty that first game. They you know, LSU got like, maybe we had some some kinks to work out or something, but uh yeah, I mean it's it's kind of like the World Series. Like, well, uh, we we just got to get the win today. I have to use my third day guy today. I guess I can trust that whoever else I have is enough to beat. I, I don't even know what to call them. Not not cupcakes, but you know whatever whatever that term would be in baseball. It's like they're they're obviously good enough to to stay with LSU at least two games. I mean, it was eleven to eight, then it was two zero. You know they're, they're they're no slouches. So yeah got to use your third day starter to get that first win against vmi because you don't want to start the season that way i'm glad jay johnson realizes that if that was the case mm-hmm. but anyway and there's, still, uh,
2: and there's still plenty of time to kind of tool around with the lineup both hitting yeah. and fielding and like today against vmi pretty much all nine starters have been pulled by like the fourth inning. So they were already getting down the roster in terms of playing experience, which is great for the young guys and gives Jay Johnson a good look at really what his options are uh, going into the sec schedules. Cause I think we have three more weeks of uh non-conference. You, I, w- I wouldn't call them tune-ups, but uh, just preparatory weekends where you want to win, but it uh, really is just more imperative on finding who your your solid set of guys is and um it looks like we don't really have too many absolute liabilities at least right out of the gate which has been a, a thorn in our side in the past
0: right uh definitely not and uh we will definitely use these warm-up games as we need to because yeah uh definitely still time to move things around although uh, you know uh I think Fielding-wise, we're, we're probably okay, right? There weren't any, like, major holes as far as our defense. Didn't look well, like we, it. I
2: mean, all right, go ahead. I was going to say we had two errors in the first game against VMI, but none in the last two. Uh, so averaging less than one error per game is, is pretty solid. We had a few issues with some walks, but uh, nothing too disastrous.
1: Yeah. Right. I, I just think, I do think that, I mean, it's it's, I was going to say, like, it's, this first, we played three games against not great competition at all. So, uh, the you know, the, all of that will sort itself out. Um, I'm just glad to see the bats are, are already alive because, um, I mean, I'm, think about it. Like, maybe not necessarily last year, but in years past, and I remember years of us doing this podcast, I remember opening series where we come out flat against mm-hmm. teams that are not good. <laughs> you know, it's like we in fact what what was it a uh, uh, 2 years ago we played Air Force and the uh ended up playing Paul Skeens and I think we lost to him in the fir- the opening series. Yep. Well, wow. that's right. Which is that yeah, yeah that's kind of weird, but um Dylan his you know.
2: first career home run
1: like, oh off Paul Skeens, right? Yep. Yeah. That's kind of cool.
0: Yeah. Um so, uh that was a good week there. Now, men's basketball actually had a good week. Women's basketball had the week off. Uh no news is good news there. Nothing new to report. Men's basketball went 1 and 1, but I don't know, I'd say uh I'd say spiritually we went 2 and 0. I mean, LSU had a uphill climb this week, especially after what we went through last week. Did not end the season on an upswing, like schedule wise. We it just didn't look like we were going to do anything. Uh, this week we had to play on the road at Florida and South Carolina. South Carolina just kind of came out of nowhere this year and is like was really good. So we went to Florida. We actually were behind. Came back in the second half, almost, you know, to uh, take the game. Didn't fell eighty two to eighty, but. It's like okay, well, these guys, you know, they have something here. There's something they're, you know, they're fighting. They're not giving up, which is great. It's what you want to see. I can remember back to, you know, even Johnny Jones. It's like they had some talent here and there, but uh, you know, just some games it just looked like they didn't want to be there. Uh, But LSU men still fighting. They're fighting Tigers, right? Then against South Carolina, we go to Columbia and actually win. We were down big in the second half. I think 16 at one point still came back and won 64, 63. I mean, it was, and well, it's great, it was, everything was even like, I think our highest score was what, 16 points, 18 points, something like that. Everybody else was below it. So everyone kind of did their part. It was, it was shocking to say the least. I don't know. They probably had one of those celebration videos in the locker room after that. Uh, I haven't watched one if there is, but. Well deserved. I mean, that was amazing.
2: Yeah, the, I wasn't able to watch the first game against Florida, but Florida's a good team in their own right. And if you look at the kind of scoring graphs for both teams in the Florida game in South Carolina, is very similar. Uh, pretty closely fought first half, and then the other team getting out to a big lead early in the second. Then LSU claws back at the end. So I don't really know what that speaks about the team. Whether we um, our, our bench players coming off in the in the middle second sector of the game can't really match up with the others or, or what but yeah we fought to the end and we had a shot as the buzzer expired that um jordan wright probably should have made it was in the paint he kind of floated it up and it clanked off the rim uh that would have sent us to overtime so that was kind of a heartbreaker but yeah, against South Carolina to go to their place and come back and squeak out a win. I was watching that one. The last minute of that game took about 15 minutes, like a real time. They <laughs> kept calling timeouts and there was foul shots and just kept going on and on. But uh, Jordan Wright made his free throws at the end to to put us up by one. And then we actually played pretty smart defense because we had like five fouls to give and South Carolina had the ball with like six seconds left. They inbounded it and we just kept fouling them over and over and we would waste like one second each time and they couldn't do anything about it because they weren't shooting free throws. And then by the end, they just literally ran out of time. Uh, So that was kind of smart by Matt McMahon and his team. But uh, I guess good for LSU. We hadn't had a win in basketball in a couple of podcasts. So to get one against a ranked team on the road feels good. And then the only other good thing for uh, the basketball team is that the last five sec games are against the five other worst teams in sec play. So there's definitely some opportunities there to pick up some wins uh, to close out the regular season. Even if our sights aren't really set on March madness at this point.
1: Yeah. Well, like I said, yeah, so so like we're not 500. We're not, we're not like even close to the bubble, are we?
2: No, we basically have to go like undefeated the rest of the regular season, and like probably a couple wins in and SEC wins of the tournament. tournament.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hmm. yeah. So we're playing to try. We're playing for we're planning to go knitting. Um, you know, that's kind of it, I guess. But good win, like you said, Daniel. That was I saw the I saw the highlights of that at the end. Um, definitely exciting. And you know, anytime you beat a, I mean, basically a top ten team. I think they're 11 in the country. Like that's 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 good. Yeah. The McMinn are getting it yeah. done. <laughs>
2: Meanwhile, the, the fighting will ways keep rolling on. I think uh a lot of people are predicting them to get the, the Southland conference win. And then some people are already kind of circling McNeese as like a, a bracket buster for March, it's like watch out for them.
1: I might just have to I might just have to put a little put a few wagers on McNeese.
2: <laughs> McNeese at plus ten thousand to win the tournament.
1: You never know. I
0: mean, just to make the final four would be something. Who's the last one? Like the highest, probably James Madison, right? I think they were an eight seed. They did that a, little, a while ago. Uh, that would be, that would be something.
1: And then of course, uh, there's, there's always, uh, or for a while, for a couple of years, there was the the uh, Loyola Marymount, right? Or Loyola Chicago, yeah, with Sister, Chicago, Jean. Yeah. Sister Jean. Sister Jean, yeah, that was. Is she still like, alive? Is she? I don't know. If she is, you can't count them out then. Apparently, she right? is still alive at 104 years old bring her bring her to where where is the marsh madness this year
2: isn't it houston uh or the final four i mean i
1: think uh well yeah i mean like the i mean i got i know like the earlier parts are kind of around the country but
2: final Um, four let's see this year it is in phoenix that's cool hosted by arizona state university next year will be in san antonio and the, I say San Antonio, but, yeah.
1: that's cool i'm yeah. surprised it's, i'm surprised it's not at the sun's place
2: yeah that is kind of weird because usually well, like the it well it's state state farm stadium do they play it what that's got to be where the suns play
0: or, uh, yeah. or the cardinals right because they'll using it they've
2: used oh that is place where the play. cardinals play Oh so, yeah that's, uh, that's a big old stadium so the NFL size. Somebody's
1: well, like have to be way up in the nosebleeds. Well, when I went to the national championship, we, it was at the Superdome, which is pretty cool. Um, So, like, the, the basketball national championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was at the Superdome. So, uh, they're able to, like, they put the court and then they, like, basically, like, build stands on the field. Um, But, I mean, yeah, some people are way up there. Just put, like, a big curtain up, right? So you can't see beyond. Beyond what? Like, the... the st- the stands on the on the turf or on the floor. Oh, no, they build them all the way out, up to, like, where the, like, the stands for football would. You see what I'm saying? Okay.
0: Yeah, no, like, I'm just wondering how high. Like, I know they don't, you know, because usually there's that lower level, then there's oh, a club
1: level, and then yes. there's upper deck. So it's, like, court, and then it's, like, they have court side. Then they kind of build them up, and then, like, then it's kind of maybe, like, a little bit of, like, a... like a uh, um a gap between the top of like what would be club level and then club level continues basically where you had the best seats in the for a saints game would be right. Oh, wow. Okay. So it looks like, like it's, it's all part of the same. It, I mean, stadium. like I think you can probably tell, but yeah, like it kind of has that feel.
0: Yeah. which is pretty cool. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, can't wait to see that this year. Uh, yeah, likely the Tigers will be at the NIT tournament, but I don't know. Maybe the Lady Tigers can uh, can can carry the weight there. They are, I think, right now they might be projected as a four seed. We'll, we'll see how that shakes out. They have got a they've got to tighten tighten the straps and finish the season strong. Now, normally. You know, last few years we've had a pretty quiet LSU football off season. I remember back in the day, though, those Les Miles days, man, there oh, was yeah. there was always something. You know, somebody blank blank in Tigerland blank yep. blank, and like we haven't had that in years, which is good. But man, those those were the winning years too. Some of those winning less Miles years, man, there's some off field off field trouble in the off season. Uh, you know, we haven't really had too much of that. I mean, there was a report that came out earlier this week, though, where running back Trey Holley, uh was, I guess, party to a crime. Uh, you know, someone got shot and he was arrested for it or, you know, a warrant was put out for his arrest. Days go by. He kind of put out a statement recently, though. It's like he actually heard about the warrant and turned himself in and... He says it's not him. I, was, but, I don't know yeah. if it was a mistaken identity or, or what, but he's come out and said he's not him. Now, he was suspended from all, you know, uh, he was suspended from the program, basically, uh, until all this gets sorts out, sorted out. I don't know. I mean, he put that statement out. Uh, would love to believe him. Just a b- bizarre turn of events.
1: What? Uh, what do you guys make of this? Yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely bizarre. You know, usually we're used to like the biggest news be like entered the portal or something. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think it's like attempted murder is what he's like, you know, uh, us alleged to have committed. Um, so that's but, not good. Well, but it's just like, did he have a gun or was he just there? Well, that's know, what he's. Was- you know, he says he says he was just. I think. And I and I remember you know his state he put a statement out like I think today or maybe yesterday um where he said like I was at a house where a crime was committed but I had nothing to do with it duh, 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 duh. I've been misidentified you know blah 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 I, and you know he's like I turn myself in I'm fully cooperating because um because like I want this to be done I don't know but gosh that's not You don't want you don't want your name and attempted murder really anywhere near (laughs) whether whether you were just like watching or. Yeah, I mean, it's
2: innocent until proven guilty. But in his statement today, he said I was not involved in the incident at all. I was at home, which is where the incident took place. So even if he wasn't there, he's implying that it was at his house in Farmville, Louisiana, which is incidentally only about 30 minutes away from Monroe where Tommy and I are from.
1: Yeah.
2: But uh, yeah. So like people are coming into your house and getting shot. Supposedly two people were shot and although none were killed, thankfully, but yeah, he's, they got him on three charges at this point, attempted murder. um, There's a weapons charge and then, let's see, what's the other one? Uh, Damage to property. So just very strange. Uh, It's sad that some of these guys can't stay out of trouble because even if Trey Holly didn't do anything, which is what I hope happened, there's still people shooting each other at his house. Uh, So that's never good. And this reminds me of that story last year at Alabama with Brandon Miller, their basketball star, when he had like provided the gun that was used to shoot somebody and then he like kept playing. He like kept playing during the, March Madness and all that. And people are like, is he going to get arrested or what's going on here? And eventually, I don't even really whatever came of that. I don't think they got him on much of anything. Uh, So, I mean, hopefully that's the same for Trey Holly. There will be some legal proceedings, I assume. But it's also strange that he basically turned himself in like he didn't try to lawyer up or like deny it immediately. He's like, I mean, I guess it's good he's cooperating, but he's like, "Um, go ahead. Uh,
1: and then I would imagine a, he probably has,
2: he probably does have a lawyer, right?
1: Yeah. There's no way sure. he
0: doesn't. Sure. I mean, he can afford one to his NIL money, maybe. I mean, I'm sure some of them can, but, uh, I, I think if there's a warrant out for your arrest, then yeah, I don't know if you can like uh, sidestep that. I think you kind of have to, that that's probably where the getting the lawyer comes. He's like, ah, just turn yourself in. We'll just get you bailed out and take care of this. Um, just don't say anything. Do not say a blankety word.
1: (laughs) Well,
2: on on that note, on that note, he, if he had lawyers telling him not to say anything, he still put out his statement today. So if he put that out and was lying or something, he's going to get into double trouble. So either it has to, I mean, I wouldn't say has to be true, but either it is true and he's kind of building his own personal case, or maybe he's just being stupid. Who knows? Uh, But there could be some twists and turns in this over the coming off season.
1: You know what? You know what did kind of make me laugh about, about his statement it was the bit at the end where he's like to all my fans. And I'm like, I mean, like I get it. I get you have fans, you know, people back home are supporting you or whatever. But like, how many? Didn't you have like four carries last season? <laughs> like, like you don't have fans yet. I, I don't know. I just thought that was kind of funny. Hey.
2: Trey Holly shoots through the gap. <laughs> right. <laughs> um.
0: Well, yeah, I think he had his stats for that for his first year kind of look like what the, you know, could be in one game, like, uh, 12 carries a hundred something yards, one touchdown, something like that. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, I, I have not read a statement, but I don't know. Does it, are you saying it, does it look like it came from him? Or is it like a lawyer wrote it? it no, it lo- I think cool. it looks like it came from him.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's free Holly. He's got hashtags in there, like all caps at certain points,
0: <laughs> no cap all cap yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right well uh yeah i i'm willing to believe trey uh if he's if that's what he says happened just wrong place wrong time i guess but we'll we'll work it out um i I mean i hate to bring it to this but uh we got enough uh, we got
1: other running backs too so not that's it's not, I, it's not like a season lost already you know i think i think that's and I, I would imagine that's probably the difference between maybe a brian kelly and other coaches where from what we've seen i mean we we saw it with with what was it Deuce chestnut um with uh denver harris i mean doesn't he doesn't really care the circumstances like either fall in line or there's the door and we've got other, we got another way. And, and he doesn't, He doesn't really see, you know, like you mentioned, Scott, you mentioned like the glory days of like, I mean, you think about the Remember the, the, uh, Jordan Jefferson saga of him beating up the Marine. And then the police came and he had like a hundred and something shoes in his closet. They took them all. <laughs> like yep. there was that one. And then there That's was, right. um, I forgot about the shoes there. I mean, that was a whole thing. And then uh in the, in the O years, and this one actually, I think ended up being fine. But uh, who was it who after the after the Fiesta Bowl got like held up at gunpoint? Remember that for the PlayStation?
2: Oh, I know what you're talking about. Who was that? I don't know. I forget. I thought Wasn't that was,
1: Coy Moore? No, he was. on. Um, no, Coy Moore was another one where he yeah. he like got arrested for. That's
2: what you said that the police like pulled a gun on him or something. But it didn't yeah, really yeah, happen. they said
1: they and he was like false. Like they, they like pulled it on him for no reason. No, but the, there was a, there was a player. I want to say he was a defensive back in that on that 2018 team, who was like held up at gunpoint or something for a PlayStation. Anyways, my point is is that like I feel like I like Brian Kelly. I I, I I if I had to bet right now, we'll never hear from Trey Holly again, whether or not he's innocent or not. Like I don't think we'll see him on an LSU roster just because I feel like Brian Kelly's the kind of guy who's going to be like yeah, like, I don't really care what the circumstance, like, I hope, I hope the best for you. I hope that you didn't do anything wrong and I hope you take care of it, but we're going to move on because it's kind of a distraction.
2: Yeah. Well, you mentioned the depth chart thing. We actually aren't that deep at running back. I mean, if Trey Holly doesn't play football this fall, the only running backs we have are Josh Williams in a 60 year, uh, graduate role, which is not even clear whether he's going to be on the team, uh, Cable Jackson, who will be a true sophomore, who actually showed some flashes last year, so that's good. And then true freshman, Caden Durham, who was coming out of high school. So, I mean, out of those supposed people, to be
1: the real deal, though.
2: Yeah, so if Josh Williams doesn't make it, that's really only one running back with any sort of experience at all.
1: Uh, we could probably get John Emery to come back. Or <laughs> yeah. Trey, Brad- Trey Bradford. <laughs> Trey Bradford, <laughs>
2: Because we had Logan Diggs transfer in and then transfer out, and then Noah Kane, I think, has exhausted his eligibility. And then yeah, yeah Josh Williams on the sixth the year. Uh, so uh, I'm not quite sure, but um we could we could use Mr. Holly's services, but not not at this this cost, if it's anything right to the team. <laughs> well,
1: you know what would be worse <laughs> Is if like we if he comes back and he's like fine and then like week three, it's like oh Tr- Trey Holly has been it's been arrested for murder. Like, you've got to go back. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That'd be bad. Like he got like, like, you know, they went through the process. It's like, what? remember when, who was it? Uh, Ed Ingram. Remember Ed Ingram going through court and like the first three or four games of the season in 2019. Mm -hmm. He wasn't on the team. He was like in Texas because he was going through like domestic violence court. And then he was like exonerated. And then there he was on the field the next week.
2: it's all just kind of a little bit sad and disappointing I mean Trey Holly is the all-time leader in rushing yards in the state of Louisiana and showed some flashes last year and had a lot of high hopes uh, as the flagship university of Louisiana and uh, a local guy so um, hopefully things can get sorted out and it's nothing as serious as it sounds but uh, definitely not the news story you want to wake up to (laughs) like Trey Holly murder charge I was like what? well
1: yeah maybe uh, maybe uh I don't know, but but maybe he didn't do it, and maybe he'll get maybe he'll be back from like everything. And we'll just like forget about this, like it won't even be a thing. But yeah, maybe. you just don't want the name next to murder most of the time. New, no. no,
0: you don't. Well, um, you know, on that note, I, I think that might have been all we had, unless you guys had something else. To no,
2: that's mostly it. I mean. Baseball, well, it's probably, probably won't be out, but they play again tomorrow, Monday, the nineteenth, and then they've got another four game series this upcoming weekend. This time it's Thursday through Sunday, in alternating Texas, games. Right? Uh no, it's it's at home in, in oh, okay. but there's the one in Texas is next regions. weekend. But yeah, oh, okay. we got Stony Brook and Northern Illinois. So uh okay. Stony Brook actually the team that knocked us out of the super regionals like yeah, two years ago more. or something. We uh, that
0: twenty seven to five beatdown. Mm-hmm. So that was with it was, that was with Rafe Rhimes. Remember that, Daniel?
2: A really good LSU team, and then it was like Stony Brook came out of nowhere. It was like, what well, yeah. was bad.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, already, well, uh, it sounds like we have our work cut out for us next week. We got that LSU game tomorrow, then another four games set next weekend, and of course, any other uh, news that comes down the pike. So, unless Tommy had any final words of wisdom. I think that'll probably about do it for us going once twice i think that's next, it next next week it is tommy just <laughs> just have something for us next week thank you uh but that'll do it for us here on Talk and takes for this week tune in next week as i said we will have baseball basketball and anything else that comes down uh and we will have it for you folks as we do every week so until then stay safe stay tuned and we'll talk to you next time on Talking Teams.